Hello, 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 and welcome again to Candrasations. I am your host, Candra Thomas-Bell, and we are here having a conversation tonight with Miss Janisha. Miss Janisha is a well-educated, beautiful, and a beautiful spirit. I have watched Miss Janisha um, manage and intentionally date the last few years. So we're going to have a fun topic tonight. We're going to talk about navigating the dating scene to intentional relationships. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, uh, Miss Janisha, speak to our conversation listeners. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited. Oh, this is going to be fun tonight. So I am tonight... really excited. <laughs> Get get your get your get your cocktails. It's kind of cocktail conversation, maybe or Coca Cola, whatever. Your tea, so, you know, whatever, whatever you like, whatever. <laughs> or or your alkaline water, or your green juice, whatever. So, uh, Janisha, yes, you want the people to know where you reside at. I'm in, yeah. So we could because we get a lot of flack for that um, in the Metro Atlanta area. Okay. So, um, in terms of dating and relationships, you hear a lot of negative things about the dating scene. So, yeah, that's fine. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. we have Miss Janisha, who has been on the dating scene in Atlanta for quite some time. But we've had a lot of conversations about dating and dating with intention inside of Atlanta. So, Mm-hmm. Tell our listeners about um, how has your process with getting out um, into the dating scenes after ending relationships and getting back in the swimming pool of relationships out here? Yeah. Um, well, I would I would definitely say that one of the biggest things that I I tried to do or have done was getting out more. Um, I think a lot of times when you, because I did have a long-term relationship that ended several years ago. I think a lot of times we kind of lose our, uh, our thing, you know, whatever that mm-hmm. is that, that makes us want to be out and dressed up or look cute or whatever the, you know, the case may be. So I think kind of getting back used to going out, making new friends. I started, um, hanging out with different groups of people, meeting new people, just to kind of extend my network more. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Definitely also with my, I would say my generation, my age group, we are very into social media. So social media was an avenue for meeting, uh, meeting guys and dating as well as dating apps. So I've kind of done <laughs> all of it in terms of expanding kind of my pool of dating options. Okay. That made me think of a question because sure. my generation is a it's a little more um aged and seasoned. So um mm-hmm. can you explain to the people the phases of dating, like the dating, the talking, the not in the relationship, oh my the gosh. Um <sighs> what that looks like and how to navigate <laughs> that thing because that thing is I don't understand it. Um mm-hmm. So if yeah. you can 
kind of give us a, a, a sure, sure. synopsis of what that looks like. Um, first off, the, the, the one, the principal thing, the most important thing to remember is that unless you've had a discussion about it, it doesn't exist. I think that that's one of the things about dating for for my generation that is so different from your generation. Um, you and I are not that far removed, but it's just the style of date of dating, and it, it's very more. I would say it's it's much more relaxed than um, than how it used to be. Um, more go with the flow, so it's almost like say you meet someone, you you meet them out, whether it's you meet them out at a restaurant or a bar, or you meet on a, an app or a dating app, whatever the case may be, you exchange numbers. And so now once you do that and you start texting and you might talk on the phone, cause you know, you there's a lot of people you meet nowadays, they don't even want to talk on the phone. You might talk on the phone, now you're talking, but there's nothing about what you're doing that says, I'm only dealing with you or you're only dealing with me. It's just, we're talking. Then it even goes as far as you're spending time together. That can still be considered talking. Hmm. You could be intimate and that's still considered talking. It's just this never ending thing. And so until you actually sit down and have a conversation with that other person about the intention there, what are we doing? Are we in a relationship? Are you dating someone else? You might as well assume that none of that is the case because um, I've been in situations where I've been faced with this. I know other um, women who encounter it where you think you're in a relationship with someone, you're acting like you're in a relationship with them, but it turns out to be a situationship. Mm. And it's a one-ended type of commitment. I would say so. Um, yeah, so it's it's very different. You know, there is no more. You know, you meet, we talking, we spend all this time together. You my boyfriend now. That's not. Is <laughs> is is that going like that anymore? So so you can spend a lot of time with somebody, and you can spend actually all that time. You still mm-hmm. not in a relationship or not dating. Yeah. You're just talking, talking, okay. and it's just we we have coined our own term of situationship. Okay. Literally. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay. The situationship is the same. Yes. Okay, I got it. It is, yeah. So, Janisha. Yes. What do you feel the barriers are right now with dating? Um, especially with um, all the social media, all of the situationships, the talking, not talking, um, especially when you're looking to be in a committed relationship. Um, I definitely think one of the primary things will be external forces or mm-hmm. influences. Um, I think there's just a lot of information, a lot of material that's out there when it comes to relationships on social media. And I think a lot of people take heed to that advice or guidance of other people. And I think that that creates a barrier um, amongst people that are dating. So in my case, I date men. So that creates a barrier for me as a woman dating men, those external right. forces. Right. Um, but then even more than that too, I, I also think communication or a lack okay. of effective communication. Um, mm-hmm. Simply because I believe that most people know what they want. Right. Um, but then they're not 
unable to or they're afraid to communicate what that thing is. Mm-hmm. Even if it is that they just want someone who spends the night with them two to three times a week. If that's the mm-hmm. case, just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people don't want to do that because then that right. will push that other person away. So I think that we end up in these situationships or aren't getting the results that we want when it comes to dating because we're not communicating with one another. And that's um, creating a barrier just amongst any and everybody dating. Okay. I noticed you said a lot about the information. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's a flooding of information and people don't know which way to handle relationships now because you got your Kevin Samuels, you got your April Masons, you got your um, with Shan Booty, and you got all of these people that's giving various different types of information. And even when you think about tonight's conversation, about mm-hmm. how relationships does it keep people stuck or does it help them make wise decisions what do you how do you feel or what do you think about that i think it's a little bit of both i think i do think that there are some people i, I well i believe there's people who are stuck who are just gonna always be stuck <laughs> that's okay. just you okay. know, that's just the case but mm-hmm. i do think that it in some 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 instances these different um outlets or you know people who post whatever they there there is material that pushes the conversation forward mm-hmm. um that allows people to think or to absolutely. look at things a different way so mm-hmm. i absolutely think that across the board there are tons of content creators who are doing that right. um i also think that there are people who just want to do things for clickbait or want okay. to incite um, some type of emotional, emotionally charged response. So they're going to say things or do things to get that. So I don't think those types of conversations and topics are healthy because it's not pushing things forward. It's not identifying the issues and then let's talk about how to resolve them or let's talk about ways to you know look at this problem and um, have some type of positive outcome. Uh, okay. So I think that that's the difference. So I do think it's, a little bit of, a little bit of both. So you can you can really just flood yourself with too much information and get stuck. Yes, if you, definitely. <laughs> if <you're not> <laughs> definitely. I think I think when I started back dating early on, I was consuming a lot of information, mm-hmm. um, and especially you know leading into the pandemic and like everybody's at home, all you can do is be on the internet or watch TV. Um, I think I consumed a lot of information. And so mm-hmm. I think I kind of had to sort through a lot of different things and, and mm-hmm. pick what things resonated with me, who I am. And I think right. that there's some people who may not be as discerning with the information right. and material that's right. out there. Right. Um, so I think that that can cause, you know, that can hinder, hinder some folks just right. because they're it's, not it's... able to distinguish what's healthy and what's unhealthy. Right, it's definitely a lot to disseminate. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't take into relationship trauma, upbringing, and what you've been told by your elders or the people in your network, and then you got somebody on social media saying something totally different. And so how does that register with you? That could be, you know, a conflict, the internal conflict mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for a lot of people. So... Now that we've talked about that a little bit, tell us about your dating journey 
to now healthy relationships. Yes. How was that for you? <laughs> um, you know, I <laughs> a lot of times when people talk about dating, they they want to say the dating pool is trash, especially here in Atlanta. Um, or, you know, all the negative things, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, I can honestly say that I have had solid experiences. Everything wasn't great, but I, I've learned from every experience. Um, and I, I guess I, I could say like, I quickly would ascertain whether or not I wanted to stay dating any particular man Mm -hmm. for any Mm -hmm. longer than a particular amount of time (laughs) Um, (laughs) so when I was able to come to that type of you know decision that conclusion like this is not the one for me I was able Mm -hmm. to cut ties and walk away and be and be completely solid in that decision Um, but everything I I would say every everything has been a learning experience I've taken something from from each thing um, to kind of get me to the the place that I am now and um yeah, so it it's it's been good. I I, I have not had bad luck. So I don't okay. know about anybody else. <laughs> but it's been it's been good. Well that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. So tell us about now after breakup, healing, um, dating pool, now mm-hmm. to healthy relationship. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Such a sweet space to be, right? It it is. It is. It's it's a beautiful thing. Um, I am am happy, right? Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, going from I was um several years ago in a long term relationship, that ending, and that was my I would say at the at that point in time my one adult serious relationship. So that was a big heartbreak. Um, and so mm-hmm. it took me a long time to recover from that. What are some and, of the things you did for our recovery process? Um, I definitely, uh, like I, I mentioned earlier, like started going out more. So I tried mm-hmm. to keep myself busy more. So that looks like, okay, I need to find more things to fill up my time, more things to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I started picking up just random hobbies or things that I <laughs> wanted to just do on my own. And so one of the things that I, I love to do is spending time outside. And mm-hmm. even if it was just something as simple as for those of you in the Atlanta area, going to Pont City Market, getting a smoothie and going to sit out on the green space with my headphones mm-hmm. in, listen to music and people watch. Mm-hmm. I would do that on the weekends, you know, mm-hmm. just to have something mm-hmm. to do to get out. And so um, taking myself to dinner, taking myself to the movies. Um, I mean, I, I guess it kind of sounds cliche, but almost dating myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being out as opposed mm-hmm. to being at home and sulking and being sad. Um, and I didn't want all of my activities to always be, oh, I'm going out to the club. Right. Cause right, right. you know, so I tried to diversify some of the stuff I did, um, mm-hmm. hanging out with friends, doing, you know, different things during the day, daytime mm-hmm. type of activities, right. um, was kind of the, the main thing there. And then, um, in the early Early on was when I when I started to look more into um, that different content and stuff that we were talking about earlier, where I started mm-hmm. to take in a lot of information. There was a lot of um, I'll say sermons that I actually watched, different ministers 
preaching, I would watch th- different, you know, clips of those mm-hmm. things. Um, other content creators that talked about relationships, I kind of dove into that. So um, spent some time kind of looking at those things and, you know, thinking about the relationship, um, talking to close friends um, such as yourself about different <laughs> things and <laughs> getting some guidance or some insight about, you know, what I could have done differently um, or how can I move forward. So, yeah, I did. I did. I did all kind of stuff. Did you do any type of therapy or anything like that? Um, immediately. No, that came later. Um, okay. Yeah, that came later. And my initial reasoning for starting therapy, it was not because of that relationship or breakup, okay. but that ended okay. up coming up in, okay. in, in therapy. Um, okay. So, so hopefully uh, you got yeah. some good wisdom out of that. So Janisha, in your current relationship that is very exciting for you and got you all bubbly, tell, mm-hmm. tell our listeners what was different about the pursuit of your current mate uh, versus other people? Um, so it was that he was very serious out the mm-hmm. gate. Um, very intentional and, and in, a, in a way that I've never experienced. Right. Um, he communicated his vision, his plan, um, mm. where he saw me fit into that and mm. what we could do together. And mm. I'm talking about down to the year. <laughs> and Absolutely. so that was nothing I've never had. I've never experienced anything like that. You know, any, anybody else that I've ever dated, um, it's always go with the flow. Let's see how this goes. Mm-hmm. That was never, that was never his talk. Wasn't his walk. That it, mm-hmm. When we met, first thing he asked me was um, if I had a ring on my finger, you know, and um, he's been rolling like that ever since that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, you're the one I'm a, I'm going to marry. This is, this is what we're doing. So um, yeah, I think that definitely that's what set him apart. Sounds like, it's very comforting knowing that a man has a vision for his life and he includes you in it. Yes. <laughs> I, I am someone who believes in that. And, um, you know, I, I've dated men that, you know, over time I've realized, yeah, they don't have a plan. They're just, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're winging it through life. You know, they don't have, they don't have any goals. They're not passionate about something. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I've met some very, very educated, very established men who have tons of plans and visions and they don't consider adding a partner into any of that. So okay. to, to meet someone who says, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I want us to do together. Right. You know, are, are these things things that you like to do or you would want to do as well? That that was like, yeah, I want to do that too. So, um, absolutely, it 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 fit very well. Yeah, um, he is an absolute compliment to you, and as well as you are to him. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and so, I guess my final things would say, mm-hmm. leave. The, the people who are searching and want um, 
marriage or committed relationship, give them some wisdom or some mm. takeaways that yeah. may rest on their mind or even some resources that you use that were beneficial to you. I, uh, one thing that I, I say to, to anybody that's coming to me for any type of dating advice is do it until you don't want to do it anymore. And so, you know, really, if you're having fun, if that's what you want to do, have fun. If you don't want to be in a committed relationship, you don't have to be in one, but also communicate that with people. Um, and when you start, if you're someone who wants that, when you start to see that someone else does not want that, then make a decision on whether or not that's something mm -hmm. you want to continue to participate in. I think that right. we get ourselves into more of a hole when we delay mm -hmm. the inevitable, just because Absolutely. we just like how it feels right now. Right. Um, so I think it's, you know, really knowing what you, what you want, what your desires are. And, um, you know, when it's not fun anymore or when it's not something that serves you, figuring out how you want to, you know, exit, exit that type of situation. So we yeah. wish in healthy relationships just captivated all of our listeners who are looking forward. Um, we, we, we hope that is something and we hope this episode was fun. We just want to kind of talk about it because there's always a thing about um, the dating pool um, is full of, you know, stuff that ain't what you want and um, that healthy relationships can't come or it's everybody's about games. Everybody's not about games. Um, I am completely off the market. Happy about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't have to do that anymore. Um, and um, you are uh, pretty much in the same place. Yes, ma'am. I would say that. And um, I just want to tell my listeners that don't give up. And if you need to do some work on yourself, do some work on yourself first. Um, mm -hmm. I am available for therapy um, in Atlanta to Atlanta people. Um, my website is um, dynamicchangecc.com. If I can't be your therapist, always go to Therapy for Black Girls. You can find a therapist. Uh, I think she's about 50 states. You can look in any of the states. Counseling Brothers of Atlanta is a program, I mean, a directory for male therapists in the Atlanta area. If you are a man seeking therapy, we wish you uh, love, relationship, and light. And thank you for listening. Peace.